Okay, so you've got some ideas and you've got some skills and you really want to take those things and make something great out of it, right? Well, maybe you're not quite sure if you've got what it takes or you're ready for it. And how do you do that? How do you get better? Practice is it. Practice is what's going to help you grow and, and develop and learn and take everything you do to the next level. So let's talk about how practice is going to make you overall more creative. Well, hello there. It is another episode of Sketch and Release. And my name is Robert. And uh, if I sound a little, little stuffy, that's because I've actually had some sinus issues. And that's no fun. And especially these days, walking around, coughing, sniffling, man, the looks you get, the comments you get, the questions you get. Hey, that's okay. I'm all good. It's just a sinus issue. Got my COVID test. Everything's positive. Oh, everything's negative. And I'm actually getting better as I'm recording this. So if you're new to the podcast, hey, thanks for checking it out. Thanks for listening. If you've been listening, I appreciate it. Thank you for subscribing or just coming back and checking it out uh, all this time. It's been going on a year I've been doing this and uh, it's been fun. It's been interesting. So um, thanks for checking that out. If you want to find some other episodes or you want to find a way to subscribe, uh, go to sketchrelease.com. You can find out more there. You can find other episodes. You can even find links to a Patreon where I'll have video episodes of uh, of all this and other content that I'm putting up there from time to time. Now, let me get into this. Uh, let me get into this topic. Um, this is something that uh, it's really timely for me at the moment because uh, this is October and for anyone who does any drawing or illustration or just into visual arts or, or you know creative types, maybe you know about this, maybe you don't, but it's something that I only found out a couple of years ago. Uh, apparently it's been going on for quite a while, but there's this Inktober challenge where you draw something every day. So it's 31 days, 31 drawings, and you've got 31 words, prompts to give you an idea of, of something to draw. Uh, you can take it however you want, draw it, draw it in your own style, draw it with your own idea, your own interpretation. The point is, from what I understand, to just practice, to just get the time in and exercise your technique, exercise your, just your creative muscles, and maybe even pick up some new skills in terms of uh, like working with ink and working with uh, pens and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, I found out about this, like I said, two years ago, 2019. And uh, at the time, I wasn't really, uh, I put, pretty much put down any kind of uh, physical, like pens and pencils and, and paints and all that stuff. I'd really put that stuff aside. I'd started to just get into drawing and, and illustration again uh, a couple months before. And I was working almost entirely on my iPad. So I was going all digital and just discovering this challenge. Um, you know, it really kind of, it, I don't know, it really made me think about where I started. You know, when I started, when I was young, I started drawing with pencils. I started drawing with, uh, you know, just plain like big pens, rollerball pens, uh, on like notepads and, and stuff like that. You know, I, I would do, 
sketches and drawings and things just at school or, or just in my free time on whatever I had, any kind of paper I had and with whatever pens or, or markers or, or pencils or whatever that I had. So it was really, um, it was really interesting to look at it through that lens of like, well, wait a minute, let me go back to where I kind of started. And there really is a difference between what you might be able to do on a computer with, um, you know, with Photoshop or any of the drawing uh, software or, you know, with a tablet, a drawing tablet, or, or even on the iPad versus just a real pencil on a piece of paper or pen or, or whatever. And so I've always known that. And I thought, well, maybe I'll give this a shot. I'll, I'll try it. I went and got me a sketchbook. I went and got a set of pens, which I hadn't had a set of pens in quite a while. Um, but I said, you know, I'll give this a shot. So 2019 was the first year I really took it to heart that I'm going to really complete this challenge or, or at least do my best. And, uh, I did it. I mean, every, every day of that month, I went through and drew something based on the, the, the words, the prompts. And, uh, I think it came out okay. You know, the drawings themselves, the idea is not for them to be perfect. The idea is not for them to be uh, fine works of art. They're just there to help you develop and help you grow and, and just get better. And so, you know, the whole thing that I took away from that was I have to have the practice. You cannot get better without practice. I mean, you just can't theoretically, you can probably find some workarounds or some, you know, ways to cut some corners, but ultimately you really just need to put in the time you need to put in the effort. And that's where, you know, that reinforced it to me. It's like, I, in my mind thought I could draw. Okay. And I thought I could, uh, get ideas out, uh, in my own way. But when I really had to sit down and do it every day, and I had to try, in my own mind at least, I had to try and keep uh, a certain level of quality or, or you know, I, I had to make one just as good as the other, if not better. So repeat that over 31 days and you start to see where some of your, your, your limitations are or where some of your strengths are. And so that's where it, it helped me understand where I need to work on it, where I need to improve and where I'm actually doing much better than I thought I was, you know? So the key being practice. Um, practice is something that I pretty much took for granted, you know? And it's hard because when you do something every day, even going back to the, the thing of like uh, when you're a kid and your parents teach you how to tie your shoes, it seems a little hard. It seems a little more, uh, it takes a little more effort. And yet, as time goes on, as each day goes on, as each year goes on, and you're like, wait a minute, I tying shoes is like nothing. It just happens. You, you tie your shoes and you don't even think about it. And that's because you just put in all that time, all that repetition, right? And so that's something that uh, with drawing, it's the same thing. And even not just the technique, not just putting a pen on a piece of paper, but using your, your mind to sharpen your ideas and sharpen your way of thinking, your creative way of thinking, that's part of the practice too. You know, the repetition there, you, it's almost like, I, I imagine it, like you, you 
teach your brain to streamline the way it processes ideas and processes your thoughts so that you get to the end result faster. That's not always true. And I, you know, I don't know. That's just the way I imagine it. I imagine that, wow, you can really kind of cut out a lot of the clutter and the noise when you are able to more efficiently like zone in and get right to what you want to do and what you see and how to get it onto your canvas. Going back to Inktober, it's helped me to, to realize that um, practice, it, there's no substitute for it. So, you know, the results are going to show in your end work, right? If you've put in the time, if you put in the effort, it's going to show. And, you know, this is now... Uh, I don't know what episode this is, but you know I've done so many of these now, and yet you look at other podcasts, they've done 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times more. And so I know, I already understand, I'm nowhere as good as those people that have put in that effort, that have put in that time. But I can get there. And maybe I'll get there in a different way. And maybe it might take me a different time. You know, I, I might move at a different pace, but I'll get there. And so, you know, the, the idea of practice and, and how you really use that to your advantage. Sometimes it's hard to really, I have to cough. I have to cough. Okay, so I had to take a break because I had to cough. I had a cough break, okay? Here's what I want to say uh, about Inktober, at least. Um, it's really cool, not only to see how far you can push yourself, but how far others, that's the great thing about it being like an online kind of challenge thing is you can go up and look up what other people are doing and see, you know, you kind of get a gauge of where you are and where others are and maybe where you want to improve and maybe where you don't want to go. Like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not interested in drawing that style or that, or that type of subject matter or whatever it is. So I'm going to go in a different direction. Um, or you really see someone who's putting out some really interesting, really like highly crafted work and, you know, you try to aim for that. And, you know, part of it is you can't really, uh, you have to dedicate the time that you can dedicate to it. You, know, you, you can't spend hours on something that you don't have hours to spend on. So, you know, some of my drawings, it's funny. Since I've been sick for some of the, the last few days, if you look at my full set of drawings from this October, you'll see the ones where I clearly have more time and maybe had a little more uh, energy to put in the work and really make something interesting. And you'll see the ones where I was sick and I didn't feel good and I had like no uh, no real time to to put much into it. And I just had to throw something out there. So, you know, that's one of the gauges that you can also look at is not only your creativity and how well you're doing, but, you know, other things that are possibly affecting your results. And it can show you like, hey, maybe you need to manage your time a little differently. Maybe you need to, uh, you know, take better care of your health or, or whatever, your well-being. Um, you know, I've learned that doing these drawings sometimes in the morning is better because you're kind of free, your your mind is clear, you haven't really started your day yet. Other times I've done some in the evening, 
and it's a little harder because you're trying to like wind down from the day or, or maybe you, you still got other things that you're still trying to wrap up um, before you kind of, you know, call it a day. So it's hard sometimes to really, um, to really put in the focus and to take the time, especially if you got like a really cool idea, but you're like, wait a minute, this is going to take a little too long to do. And, you know, if the, if the, if the idea of the challenge is I got to do this today and not tomorrow, cause I got a different one tomorrow. Well, you want to do it that day. And there've been some days where I've been pushing right up until like almost close to midnight. Like, let me see if I can get this one in before the end of the day. And I start with an idea that's probably way too complex, but I do what I can and try and make it work. But the idea is going through that repetition, going through that routine, learning what works, learning what doesn't work. That's what can, um, that's what can help you get better. You know, I, I remember when I used to draw when I was young, I mean, I would do it all the time. I would draw on notepads and, and all that stuff, like I said. And, you know, there was never really a purpose. It was just more to learn and to just try and just exercise, you know. And that's something I've learned, I guess, later in life as an adult. And, you know, I took up running as a way not to just exercise, but as a way to kind of train, retrain myself, my my body, my my physical state to be in a different uh, mode, let's say. And so now I look at practice as a, as a really different type of thing. It's not just to have something to do. It can be more useful if you approach it with a goal, you know, just aim for something a little more specific than just, I just need something to do. So I'm just going to sketch away in my notebook. You know, if you want to really aim for, mastering the technique, like a certain style of drawing, or even like using some new, like, oh, you got a new set of pens. You want to see like, do these work? You know, that's, that's part of it too, is you want to use that time to, to find what works for you, what works best for you. And even aside from that, if you just really, you have some ideas, you're just not sure how to really get them out, how to, how to put them down on the paper. That time of practicing can help you either refine those ideas and shape them in a way that you can get down and, and convey them or, you know, take your idea and run with it and just see where it goes and see where it leads you and, and explore it. You know, going through that practice, those are good goals to have because you can just draw away all day and not get anywhere. And to me, practice is really something that you should be using to to definitely get you somewhere, to get you to the next level, to get you to you know something that's going to further your creative process or your project that you might be working on at the time. You know, one thing for me that I learned actually this year, because in 2019, Inktober, uh, I really just started with pens and just tried to do what I could because I was really rusty and just really had no uh, had no skill kind of built up. It all had just like atrophied, just like kind of gone away. I could draw some things out, but for me, 
it was always pencil and pencil. You can erase, you can reshape it. You can kind of fudge it a little bit with pens and ink. The, the fact that it's so kind of permanent, like you can't really fix something once you put a line down or put a stroke or, or anything. So that was kind of the, the, the daunting thing at the time. And once I got over that, once I learned to use that and find a way through that, you know, I, I was more comfortable and I was able to feel like I, I know what I'm doing again. And so that was 2019 In 2020. Well, you know, everybody pretty much had a bad 2020. So for me, I tried to do it and I tried to stick with it, but I just, there, there was something about it that just, I couldn't make work either creatively like I just didn't have ideas for some days or I just didn't have time. But this year I said, no, I got to come back. I got to try and get back to it, stay with it because it's been useful. I found it to be a useful thing. So 2021 this year, I said, okay, I'm going back in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it every day. And I'm going to kind of take it up a level. I'm going to push it, you know, push myself a little further. So I'm still using the pens. I'm, st I'm trying different weights and different uh, styles of pens. I'm using fine liners, using brush pens. But I'm also bringing in markers now. Like I want to give more tone. I want to give more texture. And, you know, the thing with markers, for me at least, I learned how to use markers back in art school, even before that, I think. But I know in art school, that was kind of the main thing was, you know, uh, at least in design, in graphic design, that was... That was how you did mock-ups. That was how you did thumbnails and, and the rough, you know, preliminary like layouts and, and, and ideas for your work. And I used to hate markers. Not only because, well, the markers we used to use were apparently toxic and just not uh, good to be around for any you know, extended period. But they were so, uh, they were so particular, you know. It wasn't, put it this way, it wasn't that they, there was something wrong with the markers. It was that I just expected the wrong thing out of them, I think. You know, I expected it to be more like, uh, like paints or uh, something else. I don't, I don't know. I just didn't understand how to use markers right. And I didn't really understand what they were like designed for, like what their purpose is. So using markers now, and I've been using them over the last couple of years, I guess, but, uh, but every day, every drawing for this year for Inktober, I've tried to use markers in some way. Sometimes it's very kind of light. Sometimes it's very heavy, but I've tried to make them a part of the process, a part of how I think of what I'm going to draw and what the idea is going to be. How can I use markers in this? How can I give it tones and shading and, and all that stuff? So now I'm more familiar. Now I really understand what the purpose of these tools are and how I can use them going forward. So, you know, that's a big thing for me is when it comes to practice, look, you, the, the overall goal, I think with, with putting in the work, putting in the time to get your practice in is that it, it shows you what you should expect from others and what you can appreciate in your own work. I mean, if you think about it, you know, if you put in the time, you know that you should be doing, a, I guess, a certain level. Yeah. And if you're not, if you feel like I've put in so much, I've tried to do this so, for so long, so many times, and I just can't make it work. Well, that's part of practice is you build your process and you repeat, repeat, repeat. 
and you see what works and what doesn't work. And you don't just keep going. I mean, you refine that process. You, you make some adjustments. And then you repeat and repeat and repeat again. And if that doesn't work or, you know, you're getting closer, you make some more adjustments. You know, maybe it's like, hey, switch up your tools or switch up your workflow or switch up the time of day or your, you know, just manage your time uh, differently. But the idea is that you you have to kind of keep at it. You don't just like say, okay, I'm going to do it this way and then just over and over and over and over. You have to find what works for you. And that's part of practice. And so with practice, with time, practice will get you to your goal, whatever that goal may be. But it takes time and it takes the effort. And so when you see how much time you put into your work, into practicing, you know where that should get you. And so when you see work from others and you see the quality and you see you know, the effort that they might have put in. You can judge whether someone's really put in the time and they really understand what they're doing. Or if they're just being kind of haphazard or maybe even just lucky with the results they got. So it helps you better yourself as an artist. And it helps you see what's good in others' art. You know, it's sometimes easy to see a, 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 like a masterpiece, like a really finely created piece of art. And just assume, well, this this person is just a genius. They, they just did this. But if you know what it takes, you know that that person didn't just make that. It took them hours. It took them days. It took them years to find the skill and the, the craft to make that work. So it gives you a different appreciation for history and for experience. And really truth. I mean, because you can't deny it. If you look at like some more classical fine art and you look at that and you examine it and you just take it in, you realize like there's there's no denying what it took for that person to get to that. And that speaks to practice. That goes to anything. You know, if you're working in film, if you look at a master filmmaker, you know they didn't just get there. They didn't just get there. You can say, well, their first film, their debut was really just like a, a masterpiece in itself. So how does that happen? Well, that doesn't mean they just did that one thing. They might have done other exercises, other types of work before that, short films or um, writing or, or, you know, there's other efforts that go into making a masterpiece other than making it itself. Look, I here's what I can say. If you're working on something and you feel like your skills aren't quite there, but you're trying to get there and you're trying to like accomplish a goal right out of the gate, just pump your brakes, take a few steps back, get your practice in, practice, practice, whatever it is. If you're trying to draw something, you're trying to write something, you're trying to uh, you know, create a piece of music, you're trying to make a film. Uh, whatever you're trying to do, put that time in. Make sure that when it comes time for you to really make your opus, your your grand piece, that you don't have any weaknesses and what it takes to do that. You know, make sure that everything, all cylinders are firing, right? So practice, practice, practice. Now, 
that's what I guess that, you know, let's put it this way. And this is for you. I've asked myself this many times. When has been a time that I've really thought I should have practiced more? You know, just think about that because that's something that with every project you do, with everything you take on, with every idea you explore, you have to keep that in mind. It's going to take you some repetition. It's going to take you some effort to get to the level that you need to be at. Even the people who are at the top of their game, they got to get those reps in. They got to stay sharp. So think about that. Okay. I'm starting to run out of voice because still got, you know, issues, sinus issues. If you'd like to listen to more episodes, go to sketchrelease.com. I appreciate you checking this out. Follow on Instagram. You'll still see some stuff there. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I'm also on ArtStation. I'm also on Behance. Um, you can look me up there, Robert Cortez. Um, in the meantime, do what you do. Have some fun with it. Get your practice in. And keep creating.